Welcome to Beyond Better, a podcast that explores a simple but profound idea. We all deserve to live lives we love, and that includes our work lives too. I'm Stacey Ennis, an author and longtime location-independent entrepreneur living in Portugal with my family of four. Join me as I talk business, location independence, writing, travel, and so much more, all focused on building a life that is beyond better. Hey, everybody. I am in the process of getting ready to relaunch nonfiction book school, which I am so excited about. And as I'm digging back through the curriculum and and all of the exciting things that I have planned for the next cohort of authors, I was reminded of this episode that I did on book ideation. And so I want to share that with you today. Now, in the program, we go quite a bit deeper. We explore ideation in a, a little bit more comprehensive way. But this episode will be super valuable to you if you've been thinking about writing a book or maybe dreaming of writing a book or maybe even started writing a book at some point, but really struggled to hone in on a very clear idea that could guide all of your content decisions, all of your writing choices. So this episode will help you define and clarify that idea. Now, I reference a book ideation guide in this episode as well, which will be incredibly handy, useful, and give you actual steps and and worksheets to dig into book ideation. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to let you know that we are beginning to build a waitlist of future authors who want to join the next cohort of Nonfiction Book School. If you are interested in joining, go to nonfictionbookschool.com and join the waitlist. If you have ever dreamed of writing a book, if you know that a book is your next step personally or professionally, you know it will take you to your next level, you know it will help you scale your influence, impact, and income, then I hope you will, you'll join me in this, in this program that is really designed to help you write a great nonfiction book. Whether you have a very clear idea or are really fuzzy on what book you could write, whether you have started writing, you've written half of the book, or you haven't even tried to begin, you haven't even gotten started, this program really is designed for you at any stage, at any level of clarity. It is a program that will help you write your book. It will help you write the book that is inside you. If you're interested in joining me, I hope you will take the time to go to nonfictionbookschool.com and join the waitlist. All right, that's it for me this week, at least this portion of the episode. I'll turn you over to this great replay on book ideation. This week, I am sharing a process to come up with a great book idea. I have a step-by-step guide to accompany this episode that you can find at stacyennis.com slash book idea. Now, I designed this guide and this episode really to answer a question I have heard I don't even know how many times in the past decade plus that I have been in the publishing industry and specifically in book writing. 
And that question very simply is, is my idea any good? Now, that is a vulnerable question for anybody who aspires to write a book. And it's, it's simple, but it's also so complicated to answer. And so for that reason, I put together a guide really to help answer that question. Now, the guide walks through four steps, and I'm going to talk through those four steps today. Step one is to dream. So in this step, you're going to ideate. You're going to come up with all of the ideas you can possibly come up with and then gather all of your ideas together. Step two is about expansion. And in this step, you will select your most intriguing ideas and explore them. Step three involves clarifying. You'll develop a clear concept and audience personas for up to three of your ideas. And then you get to step four, and that's when you decide. You'll use the three-way test to select your winning idea. So today I am going to walk you through those four steps. And don't forget to go get your guide at stacyennis.com slash book idea, because while I am absolutely going to talk through each of these today, the guide is much more detailed. It has a worksheet in it. It has all kinds of different questions and steps to actually guide you through the entire process. Now, before we dig into these steps, I want to give you a bit of a caveat to this process. I specifically work with individuals who are sharing ideas, expertise, or stories usually connected to business and leadership and or are putting something good into the world. If you are working on a novel or you have some other type of book that doesn't fit into that category that I just described, you might want to look into some other strategies for your book ideation process. Now, with that said, if you are working on a book or you want to write a book that is part of a larger goal, a big mission that you have, uh, an impact that you want to make in this world, then keep listening because this process that I'm going to teach you is going to walk you through how you come up with that kind of idea not just a book that serves as a business card to grow your business or to get you speaking gigs, but a book that actually adds to this world, a book that is excellent, a book that impacts people, a book that resonates, because why go through all of the pain, wonderful, beautiful pain, but pain nonetheless, of writing a book if it's not going to be good, if it's not going to be great, if it's not going to connect with people. That all starts with your idea. So if your idea isn't solid, if you don't go into outlining your book and writing your book and revising your book and all of the things that come after with a solid idea, you're going to be in trouble at the end of the project. This is the starting place for greatness when it comes to writing a book. The other thing that I want to say about this process of ideation and, and exploration of your idea is that if you can write a book that resonates, it will have an impact on your life and on your career. And I have seen that firsthand. With my first book that came out in 2013, The Editor's Eye, 
I absolutely saw an impact on my presence and my my um, how known I was in the industry. I saw it impact my revenue. It's, I saw it impact my invitations for speaking. But that really catapulted with my most recent co-authored book, Growing Influence, which I wrote with Ron Price. And suddenly we were on lists next to Brene Brown and Stephen Covey, and we were getting invited to give keynotes and, and be on these national radio programs and just all of these opportunities came flooding in. And I really credit a lot of that, yes, to the concepts in the book. It's a leadership book. But a lot of it, I really, really think, is because we spent the time to deeply vet our idea, to create a book that was very different and a book that we felt would not just connect with readers and leaders' minds, but also with their hearts. Okay, so with all that said... Step one. Step one is to dream. And one thing you're doing in this step is answering a question. If I could write any book, what would it be about? I'll say that again. If I could write any book, what would it be about? You're going to answer this question as thoughtfully and as deeply and as uh, as with as many words as possible. This is the stage where you are really getting every possible idea out. You are pouring yourself onto the page with no vetting, with no um, judgment. You're getting all of your ideas and your dreams down. Now, I encourage you here not to limit yourself. Just because you are a copyright attorney or a physician, or a leadership coach, it doesn't mean that you need to write a cookie-cutter, check-the-box book on your specific area of expertise. Write and ideate and make a list. Write down ideas around many, many different topics, different types of books that you could write about. Because at the idea stage, what we're looking for is just a plethora of ideas so that down the road you can find the patterns. Once you have gotten this question as answered as possible on your piece of paper or in your journal or whatever method you're using to write this down, I usually suggest that you grab a pack of post-it notes. I like to use the um, larger square ones. I think they're three by three, something along those lines and a large marker, so a Sharpie or some kind of dull-edged marker. The reason I suggest this is we want to make sure that you're not writing too much on your sticky notes. So you're going to take these notes, and you're going to take your marker, and you're going to look at your list, and you're going to start taking that list and putting them on one sticky note per idea, okay? So you're going to take your list, and you're going to Take the ideas that are still resonating for you and you're going to put them on your sticky notes and you're going to put those sticky notes on the wall or on the floor or on your desk. Do not stack them. Don't try to organize them and try to get as many stickies as possible. The other thing that you'll find during this stage is you're going to get inspired. So you're going to come up with more ideas. Add to those sticky notes and keep adding. Keep going. Now, the next step of this after you sit down and ideate, 
is to continue to ideate for another one to two weeks. I usually recommend that you spend 15 to 30 minutes every morning or whenever your most creative time is really thinking deeply about this book topic, journaling if it's appropriate, adding to your sticky notes on your wall or on your floor or on your desk, wherever it is at this point, and continuing to grow, 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 grow. We are not judging. We're not, we're not removing anything. We are not trying to find the perfect idea at this point because we are just ideating. That's the whole point of step one, which is to dream. And then we get to go to step two, which is explore. Now, if you are using sticky notes, like we've been discussing, what I suggest you do at this stage after you've spent one to two weeks continuing to build on your ideas is you begin to group them by theme. So you might start to notice that you have a lot of topics related to skiing, or you have a lot of topics related to diversity and inclusion, or to growing up poor. So there's lots of things that you might be noticing are starting to emerge as your ideas are coming out and start to group those, start to group them into categories or themes. From here, you can either take your groupings of sticky notes and put them in list format. Or you can just leave them in in the stickies, but make sure everything is visible. So make sure you can see every topic. You're not stacking things on top of each other. If you're working from lists, I would definitely recommend that you rewrite or type up the items that are left so that you're not just working with chaos because that, yes, we want to embrace chaos and creativity, but not to the point that it actually hinders your ability to process So you'll take your new list, you'll look at your stickies, and then you're going to ask yourself a set of questions. Number one, is there a pattern emerging in my ideas? And if so, how do they connect? One of the hardest and most important things you'll do in your book ideation process is figuring out how to take all of these unique things about yourself and pair that with your expertise to create a book that is really unique and very different, that stands out, because there are roughly one million new books that come into the marketplace every year. Every year there are a million new books. So how do you stand out? You stand out by finding that merge. Where do you where can you find a pattern? Where can you merge what makes you special and unique? with your expertise or your idea. If you are telling your story, what are the specific aspects of your story that are that you are ideating about the most, that are coming up the most? And while you walk through this process, you'll probably notice that you're coming up with more ideas. If that's the case, put them on your sticky notes, add them to your list. You're still in the ideation stage. You're not at this point making judgments. You're trying to find patterns. You're trying to uncover that great book idea that's inside of you already. Question number two, which of these ideas fit my immediate goals? It is not uncommon for me to get on an initial call with someone or even on our first official call working together, whether I'm ghostwriting or I'm coaching them or whatever I'm helping them with related to their book and to identify 
quickly and easily that they have multiple books inside of them. That is probably true for you as well. So part of the the question that you have to answer is, okay, number one, do I think I'll write many books? If the answer is yes, which book, which idea is calling to me first will help get me closer to my vision for my life and the goals that I have. And you also have to answer, if, if the question is no, then you have to answer the question of what is the most important book for me to write? That will inform the idea that you should write about, the book idea that is just inside of you waiting to be written. And question number three, which of these have been done before? Do I have a unique angle? Now, you have to be careful here because, yes, there is a book on pretty much every single topic out there. And if if you think nobody has written about your topic before, I encourage you to do some research. But just because somebody has written a book on leadership or kayaking or whatever it is that you want to write about doesn't mean that you can't also write about it. It's just that you have to figure out what your unique angle is. That's why in step one, I had you put down all kinds of different ideas, not just the ones that were immediately uh, popping into your head. Because when you get all your ideas out, you're able to uncover those unique angles, those patterns, the things that will make your book really special and really unique. Going through this process should help you narrow your list down. It should give you some clarity around a few ideas that quite possibly might be the idea. But if you are feeling stuck, I highly recommend that you pause your ideation and you think deeply about your life vision. I have created a free life visioning guide. You can find it at stacyennis.com slash life visioning guide. This guide is something I, I actually use with every single new client that I work with and I use for myself as well. The guide is really meant to help you uncover your your vision and help you dream. Having some clarity about your life and the direction that you want to go and what you truly deeply want, both now and in the long term, should, and I almost guarantee will, help you get some clarity about your book idea. If you still have a bunch of ideas and you're feeling stuck, I suggest at this stage you choose three or fewer ideas and move to step three. Step three is clarify. A little bit about me. I used to be a high school English language arts teacher, and so it might not surprise you that my guide has author homework in it. In the guide, I have an entire page of homework for you. Just a reminder, you can get the guide at stacyennis.com dot com slash book idea. But I'm going to read those questions to you here in just a moment. But let me give you a little context about the author homework. So the idea here is that you are going to take whatever three or fewer ideas you have at the stage that you're excited about or interested in, and you're going to fill out homework for all three. I suggest you do this like all of the other steps when you are refreshed and creative and thoughtful and your kids aren't screaming in the background and (laughs) you have some space and some time to think. The idea behind this homework is just forcing you to think deeply about each of your ideas and hopefully 
help give you some clarity around which is the correct, I uh, maybe that's not the right word, which is the great idea that's inside of you, the one that you must write about. There are six questions. First is, why do you want to write this book? And this is where you are going to go into detail about the why behind this topic, this idea. Two is what impact do you hope this book will have? And it's interesting because even if you're motivated by a similar why for each idea, the impact of each idea will probably be a little different just by nature of the book being a different book, a different topic, and potentially with a different audience, different reader. Number three, what direct results do you hope to see from publishing your book? What do you want to have happen when this book is put out into the world? Now, this question may be the same for all of your ideas, but it's really important to answer. Number four, complete one or both of the following statements using as few words as possible. The purpose of this book is to, my book is about, so you're, you're finishing those sentences. My, the purpose of this book is to, my book is about, and you could do both of them. You could do one or the other one. The idea here is to very concisely, as concisely as possible, describe the core message of your book. Number five, who are you writing this book for? Name and describe your fictional reader, including their gender, age, family life, occupation, and central struggles or points of joy in their life. Complete this for two or three additional readers. This is where you're doing a deep exploration of your audience. I encourage you not to rush this question. Instead, to create a story about your readers. Find a picture and put that into your homework. I have a lot of clients do this, and I find it extraordinarily helpful to have a face to this fictional character, this person that you are writing the book to. And really what you're doing here too is applying a journalistic principle. So in journalism, journalists will seek out one story to tell the story of many. And you're doing the same here. You're creating one person that represents many readers. No, your book is not for everyone. Your book is for a specific type of person. Yes, maybe lots of people will be impacted, but if you had to niche down, if you had to select a specific reader, who would that be? Because if you write to everyone, you write to no one. You really need to understand who your ideal reader is. Number six, please identify any similar books already in print if applicable. How is your book similar but unique? And here's where that research that you did in the previous step will come in. Because I guarantee you, guarantee you, there is a similar book out there. Maybe not the same topic, maybe from a very different author, but there is a book out there in the world of the millions that come out every year that is at least similar. Find those books and and compare them. How is your book similar but unique? It's really important to do this research and understand what is out there. Hopefully, this author homework will give you some clarity and maybe you already know what the right idea is for you. But if you're stuck, move to step four. And even if you think you have the perfect idea, move to step four anyway, because it will help you make sure. 
So we get to step four, which is decide. If you are stuck between any of your ideas or uncertain about your one idea, you can apply the three-way test. And it's really asking a set of questions. So the first test is, is this book meaningful, useful, and impactful for my audience? Yes or no? The second test, am I adding something new to the industry, field, and genre? Is my idea fresh, creative, interesting, and compelling enough to stand out? Both of those questions require a yes or a no. And the third test is, will writing, publishing, and promoting this book be fulfilling? Yes or no? That's a really important question because you can come up with an excellent book idea, but if you aren't passionate about it, if you aren't excited about it, if, it, if you're not going to wake up thrilled to tell somebody new about your book or post about it on social media or write your email list about it or promote it on a radio show or whatever, whatever way you're getting the word out about your book, if you are not so excited about this, about the, the idea of sharing your idea, sharing your book, your book is not going to be successful and it's not going to help you achieve that beautiful life vision that you, that you see for yourself. Now, if you answered no to any of these, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to completely kill the idea. You might need to recast it, or you might need to look back to another idea that you were excited about but eliminated at some point. And if you're still really stuck, I suggest that you engage a trusted advisor, a book coach, or somebody who can help you think through these. Once you have your great idea in hand, your next step is to plan your book in the form of a book outline. Very important. I cannot stress enough how important a book outline is. It's highly, hugely, massively overlooked by most new authors, and it's so, so, so important. So don't skip this step. And you also need to create a plan to write your book that's calendaring out exactly when each chapter is going to be done, which you can't do until you're done with that amazing book outline that you're going to create. And from there, you need to get started. The distance between you and the life that you want, the influence you're capable of having, is really getting that great book out out of you and into the world. And that requires you to do the work and to write your book. And I hope that this process is helpful for you in helping determine what your great book is. I hope that you will take the steps to write it and get it out into the world because the world needs to hear from you. You are the only person who can tell your story. You are the only person with your unique perspective. And I don't care if there are already 100,000 books out there by other people on a topic kind of like yours. What matters is that you figure out a way to share your ideas or your expertise or connect with your readers, make the impact you want to have in a unique way, in a way that only you can create. You are truly the only person who can write this book that you've defined. And I hope that you will make it happen. And when you do, I hope you send me a copy. That is my four-step process 
just a reminder, you can get the guide, which has even more detail than I went into here and a more specific kind of series of questions and activities, all of which we talked about, but it's just so helpful to have it on paper. You can get that at stacyennis.com slash book idea. This podcast is produced by me, Stacy Ennis. Special thanks to Daniel Alexander for sound editing and Katherine Fishman for project support. These two make the show possible and I'm grateful. You can always access show notes, including any links mentioned in this episode at stacyennis.com slash podcast. And you can connect with me at stacyennis.com, on Instagram at stacyennis, or on Facebook at stacyennis creative. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Here's to building lives that are beyond better.